7.05 on Tuesday, June 16th. It's the podcast edition of the Morning Reboot. Welcome to the show. Thank you for finding us. If you could share the link or how you found this with some others who might enjoy this show, we appreciate it. There is no better currency these days than a, than a share or a like or a rate and review. So thank you. Uh, Jeffy McGee, our pop culture superhero, will be on with us. Um, within within the hour, how about this for a theme? He, Jeff Jeff suggested uh, summer vacation movies, and that that's always a good go to. And I can't believe I didn't think of this earlier. How about movies where places where, where people are stuck? Like, okay, like they're in one place and they can't go. I'm guessing what the God say one that came to mind. Where they're stuck? Yeah, where they're like we've been stuck, locked. Quarantine, lockdown, whatever you want to call it. Panic Room, Castaway. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was like, what's the Jodie Foster movie with young Kristen Stewart? <laughs> yeah, so stuff like that. I think that'll be fun. Okie dokie. Um, I want to talk about your face, which your tweet is wrong. It is for everybody, or whether that was on Instagram. But first, I have, I have two quick um, fun questions to start the show. Sure. Yesterday, the four pizza topping thing. I, I think it was. I hope you thought about it all day, and uh, I, I think it was harder than you. So I shifted over. So can you do the same with ice cream or frozen yogurt? Four toppings. Ah, I'm not an ice cream person. Wrong Re- for I. Okay. I have never liked okay. ice cream. Like okay. I'll randomly get like a hankering for it, but that's like I think the last time I had ice cream. Yep, I had to be like 30. Okay, seven years ago. Yeah. Um, All right, that was the quick one. And I I like ice cream, but I don't eat it a lot. And I think it's a lot easier to get four toppings for it than pizza and have it taste good. Second thing, last week... And I wouldn't be be the ice cream topper. Like, I would let the flavor speak for itself. Okay. Um, Do you remember the little, like frozen yogurt or whatever the thing was in the mall where you could make your own and then there was like some sad teenager there that rang you up? Yeah, there's one in Sandusky, I believe, as well. Okay. Like you do, they have like little dispensers of each yeah. flavor and then like there's like the little buffet of like nuts, gummy bears, yep. sprinkles, chocolate. Yes. Mine would always be in like double digit dollars and <laughs> I, I could see Mackenzie looking at it and go, did you put any ice cream in there or is it all toppings? Listen, Because they bit- weigh it, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mind yeah, your business okay. and take my $13. <laughs> right, McKenzie. <laughs> the other thing was, and I this was last week, so I, I dropped some throwbacks into the log on Throwback Thursday, and one of them that I played was was Lady Marmalade, Marmalade, whatever you want to say. So that, that version is now like almost 20 years old. Isn't that crazy? And that was Look Him, Maya, Christina Aguilera, and Pink. That song, yep, that was about yeah, 20 years because... That was the song of my prom senior year. So that that oops, I did it again. Imagine that. And like the beginning, or <laughs> going into the prime of peak Eminem years. So so, and you don't have to give me an answer now. You can, this can be some homework. If you had to pick four four twenty twenty females to do Lady Marmalade, who would they be? Oh oh that's oh wow yeah. You said the twenty twenty. Yeah, like so, it, it, we can that that record can totally come out again. Mm, you don't have to give me an answer pr- now. Oh no, I, I I thought about this. You don't understand. So like, we're obviously going to give Nikki or Doja Cat the little Kim rap. Like that. That's just so not duh. Cardi. No, ugh, okay. gross. Okay, like give me someone with the flow. Like they they give it to me. Okay. I'm going I'm to think, I'll give you the other three by the end of the podcast, promise. I have, I have two that I have to have on. Wait, we can do the Lady Marmalade fantasy draft. Okay. <laughs> I, I like this. Um, all right. So there's. You're gonna, you you got to give Ari the Christina part. Obviously, she's going to hit those notes. She's, if we're doing R-S-T-L-N-E, I think she has to be on it. And there's another one that I think even with your dislike of her, she has to be on it as well. Ooh. I you do you do dislike a lot of female artists. 
Who? You're gonna put your don't put Billy Eilish on this shit. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, then she can have the Maya part, the most okay. minimal part of the whole song. All right, then you'll need one more. Um, let's let's finish it up later on. There, did you see this roster police situation? You know, I'm so immune to anything. I may have and just kind of just said mm, and kept going. I have no idea what you're talking about. All right, let me give you this, and then we'll talk about your face, your wonderful face. So a friend sent me this link last night, and uh, then I saw it on Toledo Reddit. Do you ever go to the Toledo Reddit page? Every now and then, but I find that it pisses me off every now and then. Yeah, there's some really dumb, there's <laughs> so, some really so dumbass like, posts. No. Yeah. Um, and then there's like the the twice a week Buckeye sucks or the speed cams. So yeah, but there are stories there that wind up being like big stories, um, a couple of days down the road or things that, that should be talked about. And and it was there and the, and just in like less than a night it had ninety comments. So here's what happened a, according to this girl. And I'm I'll say allegedly, but it looks oh, like oh the Facebook message thing. Everyone was sharing it last. Yeah, time. it has. I know what you're talking about. Well, let's let everybody else know. It has sixteen thousand shares. I shared it, and I'm going to say allegedly, but I say that very loosely. There is seemingly enough here to say that that this very likely happened, and this is one dumb cop. Um, I think his name is. Greg Gloss, and I think his dad used to be the police chief in Rossford. So he and this girl were working out at Planet Fitness. He apparently followed her. They stopped together at a light. Maybe they glanced at one another. He was not on duty at the time, but he got her when he went to work. He looked up her plate and then DM'd her. And she's like, who is this? And he sent her a picture in his uniform and Mm -mm. a dialogue took place. And it's it's awful and bad, and it I, I've read a couple of places that there will be a, a statement by the police chief later on, and unless the, one of two things is true here, he is he is going to lose his job as he should, and this is despicable. It's beyond unprofessional. It's despicable and disgraceful behavior, especially in the current climate that we're in. As a police officer right now, I would be afraid to sneeze at somebody. And he does this bullshit. And or, well, or she has posted a very elaborate scheme, which I think is very, very unlikely. But So, wow. when I saw the post, it was initially shared by someone in our community who I don't care for. We'll put it that way. Um... So I kind of rolled my eyes at it, but then it started getting some traction and circulations, and I saw people sharing it who weren't this other media outlet, we'll say. And I was like, I didn't really pay too much attention to it, but apparently that's an abuse of power, right? Oh, yeah. Okay, because like, I didn't go down the rabbit hole. Like This was one of those news stories. Sorry, I'm looking. If you hear an echo, I'm walking around my apartment. Um, it's one of those news stories that like, I read the comments to get the story. That kind of makes sense. Yeah. Like I just kind of pieced together two and two and everyone seems to be on this woman's side. So therefore I was kind of just like, oh, this is effing serious. Yeah, this is this is uh, probably, I mean, firing is, is the maybe the least of his worries. Like they're- Oh, they're you could... send a picture of you in your work uniform? Yeah. Th- this Idiot. is this is beyond fireable. This this could have some serious charges, and deservedly so. I I have a, I'm really reluctant to to bring this up, but in a harassment in a way, I don't. I feel like that's such. A, we throw that word around a lot too. But like, you went out your way, put her license plate number and everything. I don't know if that's, it's that's stalker level ten. I don't know if if it's harassment but it's some kind of invasion of privacy or abusing the powers and privileges and, and again i cannot i'm guessing this happened within the last few days how and i've used the word and i think we've taught we've, we've thrown this out there over the last handful of weeks tone deaf like are you not aware of what's going on as police are under siege and a microscope for their behavior to to balance that out black people have been under siege by authorities for centuries here in this country but if you're a police officer just assume that you have five cameras on you at all time what are you doing i just find it so bizarre and and, and you know i'm gonna make this a personal thing it's kind of like when you get those douchey straight guys in 
the gay clubs who are just like, man, don't hit on me, don't hit on Like, first off, what makes you think she's going to be attracted to you in any way? Like, to have those balls first and foremost to be like, I'm going to run all her information, then hit her up in her DMs. Like, to think that you are that attractive and that you have that, I mean, I'll give it to them. That's some great confidence. However, screenshots are a hell of a thing. Yeah, there's so many, oh, so many bad, had, so many bad decisions on his part, and this goes back to the larger police discussion. We expect people who are elected officials. We go back to, to Todd and Bedford, and so many other places. Like you, you are expected, and I, I as a citizen, demand that you have the paramount and peak of good judgment. And this is anything but that. And I want to bring something up, and and, and I don't know, um, and I might even edit this out of the podcast, depending on how, how this discussion goes. How do you, how do you rate or generalize the intelligence of police? Me, personally? Yeah, and again, I might edit this out. Um, uh, for me, personally... Recently, <laughs> not up there. It's not high. I, However, I do still re- respect most of them and what they do, and I know that most of them are there for the better good because I would like to yeah. think that they're doing a job. Kind of like when you go to a drive-through. I hope you cook your burger thoroughly through because I hope there's a little bit of decency in your life not to give me E. coli and you somewhat like SpongeBob SquarePants enjoy being a fry cook. Like, but you were make all, your money. <laughs> you were also likely not destined to be a Supreme Court judge if you were working fast food at a certain age. And yes. Did you send that picture to intimidate her? Possibly. To be like to be like, hey, I figured out who you were just by running your plate. And I'm legit. Here I am in my uniform, bitch. Like that's 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 I didn't read the whole conversation, but like I said, I read the comments and I saw the picture and I did see her say how did you figure out? How did you find me? Like it's, it's he, very, it's very Stephen King novel. And he like, said, "No, uh, somebody to Stephen King novel take, take takes longer to find." I've seen those Stephen King books are four thousand pages. This was like four pages. No, no I'm literally like, I it's know. like someone's in your house. It's like someone's in your DMs. Like it's first off, it's creepy. More first and foremost, that's it's creepy, bizarre, and the fact that you are so confident that you put a face with your words, you could have created a ghost Facebook account. It was like, hey, and play dumb. Like, I think you're the lady I saw at Planet Fitness. If I'm wrong, please forgive me, but I think you're very attractive. And then they can go either, you're weird, or, oh, I do work out. Thanks for noticing. I've been working on my... Like, you could create a dialogue that... It'll start creepy, but you can create a dialogue. You just don't go, hey... Here's a picture of me. I saw you. Ran your plate. You should go get coffee with me. First off, dude, that you ain't got no swag. That that's not how you hit on a woman. Secondly, women are smart. What are you gonna do? What what were you trying to do? Like back her in a corner, like a like a like a dog lost on the street. I think they're, here. they're <laughs> with. I mean, there's so many mistakes, and to your point, there are other ways to have gone about this. But uh, to say that. You followed her, and then the uniform picture and the plate number. I mean, it's just all kinds of, it's all kind of dumb and stupid, and not what I expect from someone who's supposed to be an authority figure. Forget about the 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 abuse of what you have access to. It's just dumb. You're stupid, and this goes back to my point of with some of these with some of these questionable decisions that officers are making. Maybe a more thorough examination of their their character and level of intelligence is required and needed. I mean, you can't have these kind of slip ups. This screams Dateline NBC or sixty Minutes story. Like, like, who's to say she wasn't at the best state of mind and went with this guy, and he turns out to be very manchoy and very dominant, and she can't find herself out of anything. It, it, it just it's just the beginnings of like 
a Netflix documentary. It's bizarre. It the greatest word is it's creepy as hell, dude. Some some people are also greatly crediting her her, and you can easily find her at least now at seven twenty one on Facebook. I shared the post. Maybe it goes away. I don't know, but some people are are greatly crediting her and admiring her courage and bravery uh, to step forward because a lot of people, a lot of women, might not for fear of retribution. Um, and I I hope that. His fellow officers, if it's a buddy-buddy a kind of I-got-your-back attitude, which we've seen too much of in the Rossford Police Department, I hope there's no retribution or bullseye on her back because, I mean, once they get caught doing that, that's even bigger trouble. But she deserves, it's it's like a sexual abuse or a rape survivor coming forward. A lot of times they, they won't or they won't testify yeah, because, because they're afraid. So credit to her. and Brothers in blue. I know we've all heard it before. Like that blue bond, but like, I just don't. What was he? And you can't even say what was he thinking because he wasn't. But like, he wasn't. You want it? You want it? You envy as a black man, and with everything going on with the police and law enforcement, like they're at the bottom of the barrel now. Like they've hit. Like yeah. They. I'm gonna hit my table. They've hit rock bottom. Like there's nowhere else to go. So I think, and me as a black man who's very Black Lives Matter and and vocal about justice on race, sexual orientation, like I think you you would you would think like if if us two were in hot water, we work in media, we talk, if we put our foot in our mouths, you would think we would tread lightly around certain situations, yeah. and this is one of them, especially with the Me Too moment still around. You know what I mean? Like, this has nothing to do with Black Lives Matter or anything right now. No. Like, this guy went out of his way. I'll say it, and I hate this word. Or Ill. Like, you know what I mean? Like, gross. It's, it's, like, it's, it's, try it's, to get in someone's pants. Girl, bye. I mean, boy, bye. It just keeps coming back to... I, it, I said the dirty P word. Sorry. It, it's arrogant. It's unintelligent. Um, and it's it's troubling. And again, not knowing the moment that you just painted a fine picture of that we're living in right if you want to if you want to say Eric you're just a fucking DJ and you can't you weren't smart enough to do you know certain decorated professions you're absolutely right you're absolutely right but hold hold on but i am not held to a civic standard that a police officer is and you don't have that gene and you had no desire to ever do that you know what i mean like they take an oath we take we t- and you said this when I first graduated school. Like, what is the most important? You've asked me. You, I remember you asked me, "What's the most important thing in radio?" And I was like, "Uh." And you were like, "Being authentic." So we have our oath, just like they have their oath. They take that oath to be do better. We took our oath to give proper and correct information without being jaded. No matter how much we have to share a story about certain people we don't like, about certain stories that we don't find interesting, we took our own personal oath. Just like they took their oath to be a protector, a servant, not a stalker. Like that stalker level mentality. Yeah. It truly is. Like, like that's a crime. You you arrest people for stalking people, and now you're doing it. Get out of here. Maybe we need, in addition to defund the police, is is now a buzz phrase, and it's not a not a not a simple one, but. Perhaps, you know, there's been a lot of suggestions out there, um, but perhaps one of those things that we do for police reform moving forward, and I don't know if it was on the eight can't wait list, but deeper evaluations of who becomes a police officer and farther, and maybe they do pretty thorough background checks, but I mean deeper than that. Maybe even like predict that this behavior won't be something with someone who is placed in a power of authority with guns and more. This, I, now that I'm thinking about it, this officer is definitely someone who has never been told no. It, it seems like if this is the way he thinks, and I'm being the most extreme of the thinking right now, but you have to, like, if he had the balls to do this, Who's to say he hasn't done other stuff out there to other people? Somebody on the internet uh, said that this might be the second time he's done this. So um, let's uh, let's move on. You had wisdom teeth removed yesterday, and you don't I sound did. any worse for the wear. No, I I did sound. 
is what I sounded like yesterday. I think when you called me, I was like, hello? It was like the first time I like formed a word, and it was high. Um, yeah, so they got both of them out. The left side was an angel. The right side, and I'll say it because I can cuss, was a motherfucker, <laughs> as Samuel L. Jackson would say. So, and Elijah and I were talking about this. Bear with me for a second. Why hasn't technology with the dentist evolved? In what way? That I was about to say, bitch. But I, I, for anyone, actually, I got called out on this. I need to say this real quick. Anytime I say the word bitch, friends, if you're listening, I use it as a term of endearment. It's not letting someone have it. I'm not like calling, hey, you stupid bitch. I'm like, girl, that's my bitch. Like, I mean it in a positive way. It's, so like, the, say, uh, it's like the yeah. Toledo, it's Toledo Ensemble, bitch thunder. Yeah. So, like, any, because someone yelled at me, because, like, you know, I call, on Facebook, I call myself that bitch or she, and they're like, why do you always say bitch? I'm like, I mean it as a positive way. So, anyways, so my dentist, this bitch <laughs> decided to get the chisel and the hammer. And I was like, oh, because I was wide awake. And, like, because cause, um, the left one, she kind of just, I'm assuming she cut, but, like, she kind of just, it took like five seconds. I went in. Three fifteen, I came out at four fifteen because wow. the right the right tooth was giving her a hell of a time, and she's like, he just doesn't want to come out. I'm like, ha, 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 ha. <laughs> like I'm just like, and then, you know, the whole time, like, and it's funny because dentists understand dentist dentist speech. I'm like, ha, 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 ha. so like I'm like he is because the left one wasn't really bothering me, but I was like, since we're in here, let's get both of them out. Um. So she did the whole chisel thing, and like, I don't, you've never been awake for your teeth pulled. I don't mind getting them pulled. I mean, I only have ever had these four, but like the noise of her, the the hold on, I can do it right here. The clicking on the thing, but then hearing, <laughs> but then hearing the like my teeth breaking off, and I felt it hit the back of my throat, and you know what my biggest fear was behind. Hot air balloons and bad breath. Choking, choking on, on a fucking, choking on a fucking tooth. But like the girl, the assistant was like, and she, so she got it. But it took her, like I said, I went in at 3.15, walked out at 4.15-ish, and maybe a good 20, 25 minutes on my right tooth. I mean, she worked on my <laughs> left tooth for maybe five minutes. Like I said, she put the clamp on there, twisted. I heard it went, and I was like, she goes, there's Ugh. one. And I was like, okay. Did, that other ma- one, maybe the other one. Maybe the other one is not want to come out. Maybe uh, it was impacted. Did she say that? No, it was. She said it was really far back. Because like I kind of have like a little crooked tooth in the front, and she's like, "Ooh, this right one is really far back." And I was like, "I don't know what that means." Like you know, what I mean, the whole time I'm just talking. But um, but yeah, but the left one, I didn't need a um <laughs> stitches. The hmm. right one, she put two stitches in. So, I, like I said, I'm happy they're gone. Eating has been weird. Like, there's certain stuff I can't eat, but I'm also a fat person. I was like, like, every morning, like, working on my fitness, I eat my little protein granola bars. I think I told you that I bought some from Ollie's. I bit it today, and my teeth are so sensitive on the side because they went through trauma. So, like, and I'm, I don't know how, I don't know the function of front teeth. I don't know anyone who chews with their front teeth, but if you ever try to chew with your front teeth, it's the most difficult thing ever. Yeah, they're they're, <laughs> Cause they're like, not. I, they're they're meant to bite into things, not to chew things. Yeah. So like legit, I'm like trying to eat my little granola bar this morning, and you know, as a health person, granola is not the the cleanest food to eat. So I'm like trying to eat my granola with my front teeth. I got granola growing everywhere, so I was like, ugh. You know what? You got to get used to it. Bite on the side. Yep. So I did buy soup last night. So I think I'm going to be on a soup diet for the next four days because biting hurts. Yeah, like I told you yesterday, I lived off of, uh, it was Frosties, tuna mm-hmm. fish, and maybe some Jello when I had my teeth out. And you're in much better. I mean, I, th- this surgery has been greatly advanced since I had my wisdom teeth out when I was a teenager. And I, I'm glad you're able to do what you're doing right now. And I, I, I would have been... Like, it's one thing to have some fear of the dentist or oral surgeries or any kind of surgery. But mm-hmm. like, when you can see what they're going to use, I can see how that can be very disconcerting. 
please forgive my terminology. I'm totally going to make up stuff. But she was like, hand me the E4. I'm like, what the fuck's the E4? Like in my head, it's like, it's like this little scrapey thing. And she's like, hand me the E5 with the drill bit and the teeth. And I'm like, oh my God, she's about to give me face surgery. I mean, it, give me like plastic surgery. It's like, but like, <laughs> there, it, but like when she got the little hammer and the mallet or whatever you want to call them. And I was like, oh my God, this is every person who hates the dentist's nightmare. Seeing the the pick stickle thing and the hammer, because I was like, I've seen movies. I know what you're about to do. And as I said, I heard that. Oh, and I was like, Ugh! like in my, I'm not afraid of the dentist. And I have tattoos galore. I've had piercings. I prick my finger like twice a day. So I have a huge pain tolerance. But seeing this, it's intimidating. And hearing her go, ugh. He just doesn't want to come out. I'm like, well, you better figure it out because I'm not leaving until he goes because he's not welcome anymore. <laughs> but, yeah, like I said, 20 minutes later, and kudos to my dentist. She got him out. It was like instant relief. Even though I was numb, I could just feel the difference. But they had to, difficult. She had to break the tooth up in the pieces to get mm-hmm. it out, it sounds like. and She, she did. When she grabbed – this is what I'm envisioning, and this is why – I mean, I'm – good with stuff like this, but I don't necessarily want to see it. I'm, I'm okay with needles, but if I had to watch my own surgery where, what was it, E6 was... I, that You know what that would be like? That's like Saw. <laughs> well, also, the other thing that went through my mind, like, doing this process, I'm like, in my head, I go, bitch, why did you put the tools next to you? Like, right. so she's like, hand me the E6, and, like, everything's happening in slow motion. It's just like, so, like, the dental assistant hands her the E6, and I'm like, ooh, that's a big-ass E6. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, like, like it has to pass through my line of vision. So then, like, when she had asked for the other thing, it was, I'm making up words, friends, but, like, she had asked for, like, we'll say, hand me the stickle with the three-comb laser beam. And I was just like, ooh, that sounds dramatic. So I closed my eyes, and she goes, you don't like looking at the tools, do you? And I went, uh-uh. <laughs> so, like, she knew that, like, after, like, the third time she asked for a tool, I kind of was just like, closed my eyes because like she, it was like surgery. That tooth, yeah, it's, and I'm I'm not exaggerating. My right tooth, I don't even think it came out yet. I mean, not came out like maybe it wasn't fully in all the way, but like, it, she had a hell of a time. And kudos to her, kudos to the health professionals. I could never be a dentist. Like, although I love brushing my teeth and flossing. I don't want to go into anyone else's mouth. This is so kudos th- to her. This is like beyond normal dental work. I mean, this is, this is oral surgery, and mm-hmm. her showing you the tools or them going across your eyes before they go into <laughs> like the only difference between this and saw is you're not doing it to yourself. And I think she heard me audibly go when she first asked for the thing. It was like a mirror. Like she just asked. She's like, "Hand me the mirror," but it had like a ter- a technical medical term, and I just go, "Uh." Uh-uh. And like I saw it, and I go, "Oh, that's just the mirror." But bitch, when she answered the, I'm just making up words again. When she asked for the E6, and I saw those two things go across my face, I was like, hmm. "Son of a bitch, she's about to rip my whole mouth out." But yeah, it, I feel fine. Like I have a little pain today. Um, I'm nervous to brush because I have a mechanical toothbrush, but I think I'll brush my teeth without turning it on because yeah. she told me be very gentle. She told me not. Yeah. So, um, but I did take. She told me not to take my aspirin, which is what I take for high, high blood pressure, which is fine because I can't find that anywhere because I think I'm still slowly bleeding because I still taste the blood, but I'm good. I have no teeth, so I think I'm good with the dentist, and I got a follow-up appointment next week, so we're good. Yeah. Yeah, it sounds like it's a much easier surgery than when I went through it, and I, I remember that I was drunk or high off the gas like a lot of people when I was coming out of it. I think I was, my mom said I was trying to punch Mike Tyson when I woke up. And <laughs> I, see, I never went, my sister went under and like I said, my sister is really not a drinker. Well, she is now, but like she don't handle being under the influence of anything very well. So like she was just flopping everywhere. And I, I think if we had the technology that we had now, my sister would have been one of the first viral videos of people who got put under for wisdom teeth because she was just like job of the hut just slivering 
just sliding everywhere. I was like, girl, get you, up. You can't call a girl job of the hut. That's a bad analogy. I'll edit that I out don't, too. I, <laughs> I, I, I can't call a girl job of the hut, but I call my sister job of the hut. Fair enough. That's not a girl. That's my sister. Hey, I told you about the, the Faye thing yesterday, right? With the other girl. Mm-hmm. With the womp, womp, yeah, womp. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take another stab at this. Um, Juliana has gotten on to Bumble. And she's very pretty. She is like, massive, gorgeous. She's massively overwhelmed. And I had found out that she also has the notifications on. I'm like, Juliana, Ooh. you're going to, and, and she doesn't do Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. She has done Snapchat and she loves TikTok. So she's not a social media person. It is, it's almost scary how little you could find about her on the internet. It's like she's up to something. So doing something like this is is very foreign for me, for her. But I'm like, if you're going to be on it, you got to turn the notifications off at the very least. But Yeah, you check you on those apps, certain apps, because I've been on them before, you check at your leisure because you keep right. putting the power in your court. Because, like, I was on Tinder, and every few, every now and then I would get, like, a Tinder match. I'm like, oh, who is it? Like, I, it would disrupt my whole day. Like, I'd, I'd probably... If I was getting my wisdom teeth pulled while having Tinder, I would hear a notification ask the dentist to stop. Like, hold yeah. on. That's go, the notification noise for I got a match. You got to wait. Go go on your time, not not it's, because it will literally consume your entire day. And I told her to hang on for a couple of days with it so she can come on the podcast and talk about it with us. But I, that that's my long way of saying I, I'm taking blind friend date attempt number two with Faye and see if she and Juliana can't hang out and have a good time. They have similar personalities. Like I feel from what I met of Faye, she's a little bit more reserved, but also she was not, she was around people she didn't know, but it could be And Juliana's very happy and peppy and go lucky. From what I remember, like she's very, she's outgoing. She's sociable. Um, that's the word I'm looking yeah. for. The reason don't her you. the reason her and I get along so well when we go out is because we don't have to verbally say it's time to go or we need more drinks. It's just kind of like a like a, a sibling feeling, mm-hmm. um, and that's why we get along so well. But yes, they they had they had I I started the group text with those two, and they were going back and forth exchanging dog pictures. So I think this one's going to go much better than the first one. Jobs bring people together. What does? Dogs and animals bring people together. Usually. Can I bitch about something for a second? Yeah, yeah. I know I'm not supposed to take it, but I have no effing idea what I did with my high blood pressure medicine. But that's it. That's me bitching for like five minutes. It's... And I just drooled. Also, that's the other thing. The bottom of my lip is still numb. So, <laughs> oh, I did. This is the funny part of the story. I forgot to tell you. So when she numbed me, um, the little bit of like the stuff came off the syringe and fell on my tongue. <laughs> <laughs> so I naturally just like went to lick my bottom lip and she goes, Oh, just so you know, your lip may be numb for the next 12 hours because I guess it's on the outside. It wasn't like encased inside. I don't know. She explained it to me. So yeah, the right side of my bottom lip is still kind of numb and I keep biting it cause I know I can't feel it. But I know that when this pain wears off like around three o'clock today, the bottom of my lip is going to be throbbing because I've just been picking with it. Hang on one second. I'm just got to make sure Jeff can get this. Um, Ooh, so Jeff, his majesty. Uh, yeah, there was one time I got a deep cleaning recent, again, a deep cleaning. You've, you've not done a good job brushing your teeth if you have to get a deep cleaning and they do one half of your mouth left and right at different times. And I'm like, I had you know, as a teenager. I was like, Mm-mm, never again. And, <laughs> I'm like, you know what? I survived that. I was really anxious and I was super, I was sweating from being so tense. Mm-hmm. And it was at the, the peak of me being afraid of the dentist. I'm like, I'm going to get some beers. And I went home and I was still a little bit numb. And I opened the beer. It was a Heineken. And I put it in, I tilted my head back and it started coming out of the right side of my mouth because my lip was still numb. It was just pouring out like a waterfall. Yeah, like use this information. I have drooled three times during this conversation. I'm just like, oh yeah. <laughs> gotta keep, gotta put my lip back up. Uh, Jeffy McGee's here with us. Hi, Jeff. Yay, Jeff. 
or not? He's there. It says he's there. I've had some some weirdness with this the last yeah, couple of days. Yeah, I had to refresh it three times before yeah. I actually joined you, and then that weird noise happened earlier. And I was like, um, what is this? I kicked him out. Let's see if he can pop back in while we wait for Jeff. So, Lady Marmalade 2020, we've got Ariana Grande, Billie Eilish, and you said Doja Cat? Doja Cat. I think, yeah, Doja Cat for the, for the rap. Okay. Just because she's so popular right now. And I, it could shoot her to... You know what? Let's go do Alipa in the pink part because she has like that that rough, rugged kind of smoker's voice-ish. Okay. So, Jeff, we're, I'm getting a little echo. Any way we can fix that? Uh, I'm trying as usual, but uh, but I'm not sure what else. Let me try, let me try this this way. Is it any better if I use the microphone that's on my computer as opposed to using my headset? Let's see. Let's see. Nope, nope. Much worse. Much worse. Okay. <laughs> Much Sorry worse. about that. Okay, then headset it is. My this, deepest apologies. Let me try. This is what happens when you use your your beta testing PS5 Sony is sent to you. Yeah, that's that's <laughs> totally in my wheelhouse. If if that were in my wheelhouse, I would not be talking to you. I assure you that I would be on on. I would be surfing the PS5 all day long. But did any of you guys uh, watch the the presentation or anything like that? I'm a Nintendo guy, so no. Yeah, I, I kind of figured. I just follow the stuff, and it's mostly what I expected. I'm a little disappointed that there will be some games that I want to buy this fall, and then if I can <laughs> get a PS5 to play the Spider-Man game, that's another system and another game. So, but I'll 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 live. You'll have to. You also have to figure out that you know first and foremost the. We lost you, Jeff. Jeff, come back. Jeff. Wait, okay. Well, when he comes back, I have a question. So, are they? Pushing the PS5 with, I can't think of his name. Miles is that yeah. like with the yeah. talk? Of the, okay, okay. I didn't understand what was going on because like I'm not a PS person, so I was like, huh? Okay. Yeah, that's the that's one of the, the launch games for the new system, and it's just a Miles Morales game. He'll be the 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 focal point rather than Peter oh, Parker. Nice. Yeah. I'm, okay, that's cool. I'm pretty excited for it, and you could tell it was going to lead to that. Um, that was a really good game. It was a really really good game. So, and I hope the system is, it's going to be like 500 bucks, I fear. And um, I think it's up there. I haven't seen it. They haven't released the price. And my theory is, uh, I talked about this on Friday with Bethany. They, they Granted, you want to get people excited and some people are just going to buy because they've got the money and the resources to, to grab one. But I don't know. I think they might have hesitated to release a price considering that the economy is like a yo-yo right now. And the last thing they want to do is get people hyped up and go, it's going to cost you four car payments. Ooh, do you think it'll get up in the thousand range? No, I think it'll stay below that. Okay. But- Cause I was like, oh, I guess you're right. Because the switch wasn't that much. And like those flew off the shelves. Like they were, I don't, I see, I don't know how gaming works. I just kind of buy it. If I just see it, like, I don't seek it or wait for, like, a release date. Like, I'll be like, like, when I got my Switch, I kind of was like, oh, I'll get it. It's been out for a year. Okay, cool. There's yeah. more games. So, I, and who I'm knows, interested for this talk. Who knows how the pandemic will affect Jeff's back. Who knows how yeah, the pandemic will uh, will affect the production levels of it and whether they'll have enough for people when the holiday season comes around. Jeff, sorry, we, we, we got clipped out. You were about to ask a question. I was just asking, I mean, what do you think it is for you guys in terms of the, how much is the value uh, or the cost of a console going to affect whether or not you are, you know, interested in purchasing it at that point? I mean, I mean, is it something where, since it's a one-time purchase and you can get away with uh, not buying anything else for a few years, that it still is appeal? Or is it something where, you know, like if, if the barrier to entry for, the, say, the Switch had been a couple hundred dollars higher, would that have affected your <laughs> impact your, your impact on wanting to get it, uh, for example? It's, it's- it's funny because we were taught when you when we lost your feed, we were just talking about that, and I was just telling him when I bought my Switch, it was like well a year after it was released, and it kind of was just one of those things. I, I'm not I'm not a console speaker, like I don't wait for release dates. Like anytime I buy like one of my Nintendo Nintendo consoles, it's kind of like, oh, I have an extra three hundred dollars. I'm at right. Target. Let me get it now. So, but do you know the price? What this could be? Um, there's been a lot of speculation on that front. I'm not going to, my gut reaction is that there's going to be two tiers of pricing because if you didn't see there, they have announced that the, uh, the console will have both a disc and 
only digital version. So you can mm. you can choose to buy one that only you can download the games, or you can choose to buy one where you can still use uh, the disc tray. And my gut reaction is that one is going to be a little bit higher than the other. That I think that if you if you want the solid you know, idea of still owning physical media, it might cost you fifty to hundred bucks more. If I take a wild guess, I think settling around five hundred for the digit all digital version might be a reasonable level and then if you're looking for the disc version you might be having to spend a little bit more than that jeff um, I, I i to your question of will you buy it or you wait um if i have money and maybe i'll earmark some of it i'll get it if i have it and no other surprises come up financially for me because it's not like i mean you're gonna have to wait two years for for a hundred dollars to be lopped off that thing so it's either you you spend it now or you spend it down the road but these prices don't really ever come down until several years into the models are made. Correct. I have a question. I'll, yeah, go ahead. Oh, look, I'm sorry to interrupt. So I'm not a PS person. I'm a, and I've told Eric, I've tried online gaming, like against other people. So do you, which one do you think would be more popular? Because for me, I like the console and a physical game, even though some of my games on Switch, I bought off like the eShop. But, like, is that how it's going to work when you say, like, digital media, like, you download it from, like, a shop and it goes to the console, or you just exclusively play online? There was a lot of shift on that in this console generation, I found, is that ultimately that for the average person leading up, in fact, this was a big deal when the PS4 was announced, because at the time, Microsoft was leaning heavily toward uh, not only that you would have to uh, make sure that you know most of your games would be online, but you would have to be constantly checking in online in order to be able to use your console, and that if you bought a physical disc, you, had, you would have to physically link it, not, not pardon me, digitally link it to your console so only you could play it, basically destroying the used marketplace. And what one of the things that gave Sony a big leg up in this console generation is when they came out and announced, nope, used games are totally going to be acceptable, physical games are still, you know, you're going to have to check in online and all that kind of stuff. Now, as times have gone on, I think more people have gotten used to the idea of only buying online. And I mean, mm -hmm. we've, you've seen that, you know, with uh, the, the idea of streaming being, being so popular nowadays and buying digital versions and so forth. People have gotten used to the idea of buying something that's not a physically permanent thing. Jeff, so let, me, let me throw out there too that if you go that route, and I, I've certainly bought my share of games, but you might have to spend for a more expensive model with more space on it if that's the route you're going to go, which could cost you like maybe upwards of $700. Mm. Although, yeah, although I will... I will say, however, that uh, with the with the PS4, they allowed for uh, expansion, you know, relatively easy expansion to your storage space by just buying an additional like uh, hard drive that uh, would be an external thing that you could connect to a USB drive and so forth. Whereas, like a lot of people do, go ahead and upgrade, you know, their hard drives themselves and so forth. But for but for, let's be honest here, for a lot of us that are console gamers, we prefer just simple flexibility and, and simple, straightforward. We get the console. We know anything we buy is going to work, and that's that's what, what we like about it. As opposed to like you know, a PC gamer who is ready and willing to shell out big bucks to constantly upgrade their machine in order to play the best, newest things, great. And you know, I I like just you know, plug and play. What you see is what you get. I'm going to buy this, and and I'll take care of it. Jeff, so, do you remember how much the PS4 was when it came out? Was it 400? It was 399. That was another big Ooh. deal. When is I that, uh, I, I had a friend score me a Black Friday sale. It was 2014, I think. I had a friend score me a Black Friday version of it for, I think, 250 yeah, a, a lot of those. You know, that was a couple years into its run at that point. Yeah. A lot of things were gonna are gonna come down. And now, granted, now if you wanted to buy a PS4, there are again certain options. There's the uh, the regular one that has more storage space, but also the super sexy one the the ps4 pro which gets you uh 4k graphics and so forth so but it's gonna be it, it'll be interesting to see what's gonna happen because everybody's still playing their cards close to their vest in terms of like the new consoles so we're gonna have to see what the price is gonna be and how people will react to it at that point um we can dive into the trailer game at some point i might at, at 805 or so i've got to grab a winner here so uh but don't worry sure. about that i can always uh, stop it and edit us out and get us back together but uh trailer game this week jeff what do we have lined up we are looking at isolation. 
being stuck somewhere, <laughs> being trapped somewhere you didn't expect to be, whether it be by yourself or with other people, but we're looking at people who can't get out of wherever they are. Wait, gee, I wonder where this came from, what, what, what this makes you, <laughs> makes you inspired by. Okay, so uh, we're looking at movies about people who are stuck somewhere. So, uh, Eric, whenever you're ready, we'll go ahead with the first one on the list, please. Quick note, when I uh, teased this earlier in the podcast, Floyd thought of the first two that I thought of when this topic came up. So, Well, the first one that you mentioned to me, I'll go ahead and say, uh, for everybody's sake, that Panic Room is not on this list. I successfully avoided that one. So, All right, okay. here we go. First names or how, or how we buzz in. There's yep. nothing to worry about. You're going to be just fine. I'm Floyd, number Floyd, one Floyd, Floyd, that's that Stevie, that's, oh, no, 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 Floyd, Misery, it's Misery. There we go, it took a little bit, but finally you got it, that is Misery from 1990. Good guess. Uh, yeah, yeah, star- starring Kathy Bates in an Academy Award-winning performance and James Caan as the writer that uh, Annie Wilkes, the nurse, is keeping hostage in his house to write a brand new book where he unkill. And you know what? That that story has way more relevance now even than it did before considering the culture we have of fans insisting that creators change things to please them nowadays. So suddenly that movie is seeming mighty Mighty relevant again. Someone so, should have caught well, CSB on my mother because she made me watch that movie when I was like seven. That movie messed me up. I don't even know how she still had children. She was so inappropriate. All right, so Floyd one, Eric nothing. Let's go to number two on the list, please. Hey there, Aaron. Is it true? You didn't tell anyone where you were going. <laughs> the hell was that? This marks 24 hours of being stuck. I've been chipping away. Mm. Would I keep warm with anything? Hmm. I have about 150 milliliters of water left. Uh, Eric, 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 Eric. Uh, some, some, some amount of hours with James Franco. I'll give it to you. 127 uh, hours. 120. Yeah. Uh. 127 hours with James Franco, where he played Aaron, the the hiker who ended up getting his arm trapped underneath the giant boulder and so forth. So. And he cut that, it off, right? Yes, he did. Yes, he did. Based on a true story, if you didn't know that one, but a very a very compelling performance by Mr. Franco and a very good movie and he was nominated for an Academy Award. I don't remember what won that year, but he didn't unfortunately. So alright, so Floyd and Eric tied at one apiece. Let's go to number three on the list, please. Every person in this room has the perfect motive. Stand back! Floyd! Murder. What do you mean? Floyd, go ahead. That's clue. That is clue. Very well. I love done. that movie. That is Clue, which involves a group of six people at a dinner party, and the the body of the aforementioned Mister Body left there, and they have to determine who who did it, and they are all indeed trapped in the house by the butler. Help uh, me out! Well, Spoiler alert: Who did it and where? Uh, because I can't tell you that there are three different endings to the movie. Really? <laughs> yeah. If you've never seen it, I have. Uh, the, the brilliant thing about the brilliant thing about Clue was that it was released with three different endings. Depending upon where you went, they gave a final reel that was different for each version of the movie you saw. So some of you saw it, say, at one theater in Toledo, would say, oh, um, Mrs. Peacock did it. And then another participant would say, no, Mrs. Scarlet, Miss Scarlet did it. And they would both be right. So it was brilliantly done that way. For me, so. it was always Tim Curry because Tim Curry is basically an overgrown, regular-sized Oompa Loompa in my world. <laughs> and, and my first woman celebrity crushes in that movie. Which one? Madeline Kahn. I don't oh, know why Madeline I thought she was, I don't know why she I thought was, she was so pretty growing up. I was like, she's so pretty. And tip of the hat and bow of the head, Madeline Kahn, unfortunately no longer with us, but she was a brilliant comedic actress. Absolutely brilliant. So, All right, so Floyd, two. Eric, one. Number four on the list, please. I don't suppose they uh, told you anything in Denver about the tragedy we had up here during the winter of 1970? Eric! Charles Go ahead, Eric. The Shining. That is The Shining. Very well done. The Ooh. the second of our Stephen King stories on this list. Gee, I, th- I think he has a little bit of a of a tight abandonment issues. Yep, but we have in this case it wasn't just one guy stuck with a killer; it was a whole family stuck with a house full of ghosts, making their dad go insane. So, but definitely <laughs> one of the more memorable horror flicks of all time, and uh, one that uh, kind of cemented the image of 
uh, Jack Nicholson just going crazy in the public consciousness. Yep. So, all right. So, and not Rick, a female celebrity crush, Shelly Shelley Duvall. Yeah, oh, now hang on. I was, I was just going to say, Shelly Duvall is also on the Tim Curry list of people that creep me out. <laughs> yes, true but, story. But Floyd and Eric tied at two apiece. Let's go to number five on the list, please. Any questions? Yeah. Does Barry Manilow know that you raid his wardrobe? A brain, a beauty, a jock, a rebel, Floyd, and a Floyd, recluse. Floyd, Floyd, the Breakfast Club. That's the Breakfast Club. Very well done. That was the that would be the the uh, John Hughes movie with a bunch of kids trapped stuck in detention all morning and end up bonding over the course of it, which is uh, a classic 80s bit of uh, teen angst and comedy. Um, but uh, very well done, Floyd. Did you did you enjoy that movie as a kid then as well, or was that I the one you came love, to later? I love that movie. Like it was, I saw it in junior high, and I was like, this movie's awesome. <laughs> I don't remember seeing it as a as a kid, but I definitely remember coming to it in my teenage years. And anybody who's ever been a teenager, I think at some point can can empathize with that movie because it covers all the bases in terms of like what we all feel like we were in high school at some point. So. I have a quick nugget for Floyd. Uh, Floyd Judd Nelson, his character, you, you know him from that movie. Yes, that was uh, Hot Rod in the Transformers movie. <laughs> huh. The more I know. <laughs> it and, tell, like only... and, t- and tell him who played who played uh, the uh, Decepticon leader in the Transformers movie. Galvatron was Leonard Nimoy. Yes, he was. <laughs> and then Orson oh. Orson Welles was was Unicron. There were some in, very in famous movie. voices in the yeah. cartoon. Yeah. And now most of them are dead. Unfortunately. So, all right. So Floyd leading by one as we go to number six on the list, please. <sighs> this will come as quite a shock to my crewmates. And to NASA. And Floyd. The world. Go ahead, Floyd. I don't even know. I'm just going to say The Martian. You are correct on The Martian. Oh, well, right. <laughs> I heard NASA, and I was like, well, he was by himself most of the movie. Yes, he was. Would you have gotten that one, Floyd, uh, Eric, if he had gone a little bit longer? Uh, you know, my head always goes to, and it could have been any of them, Ad Astra, it could have been Gravity, mm-hmm. it could have been mm-hmm. Interstellar. They're all mm-hmm. isolated in the vacuum of space. I was I was also thinking of Apollo 13 at yep, some level, yep, but yep, I figured yep. I'd go for one that was a little bit more current, as in the uh, 2016 film of... Well, no, what's, no, pardon me, it was 2013, with um, uh, Matt Damon playing an astronaut that was stranded on the, quote-unquote, believe it or not, Martian surface. And... Uh, <laughs> And, but it was a, a, directed by Ridley Scott, who's a tremendously talented filmmaker. Made another one I probably could have thrown in here as well, the the original Alien, uh, in terms of like being isolated on a space station with uh, with uh, something that wants to jump out and kill you. So, but so Floyd's already won for the week. But let's go ahead and uh, polish it off with number seven. See if Eric can make this a respectable loss. Hello, madam, Doctor Gordon. Floyd. Go ahead, Floyd. That's Saw. That's Saw. That's the original Saw, mm. where both the guys are trapped where? where it's the basement, right? Uh, in a bathroom. Or a morgue yeah. or something <laughs> yeah. like that. Oh, yeah. 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 They're trapped in a bathroom with, with chained up to the wall, and he doesn't want I them to we, cut through their chains. He wants them to cut through their feet. Before. Yeah. <laughs> no, the ending of that movie fucked my life up. I mean, I mean, there there are a few horror, um, big spoiler alerts to anybody listening who hasn't seen the original Saw yet. But if you haven't seen it, go ahead and see it. It's well worth. And it's not oh. nearly the, as gory. It's not nearly as gory as the later ones in the in the franchise were. But it's it's still pretty gory. But you know that ending with uh, when the body rises from the floor and you aren't Messed expecting it. My life. Yeah. Up. <laughs> like, it, it was. I probably asked, I probably asked you before because you always catch my attention when you talk about it. Do you know what streaming platform that is available on for free? I don't believe Saw is currently on any streaming platforms, unfortunately. Do you want to borrow them? Show. I have the whole box set. I so do I. If you want, 
You High have five, to do Floyd. A favor, Eric. You have to do yourself a favor. Especially and at least before, in the first two. Especially before the next one comes out, which is coming out. Uh, uh, what was supposed to be coming out this summer. It, it has been just like everything in uh, in the world has been delayed, unfortunately. But uh, the new one, which is entitled Spiral, with uh, Chris Rock as one of the leads oh, and yeah. one, of, one of the creative minds behind it. Basically, he's been a huge Saw fan from the very beginning, and he wants he wanted to put his uh, mark on the fr- on the franchise, and so he is working on his own version of the movie, which is which is pretty cool, I think. Well, I, I think it's from the perspective, and I don't know the Saw movies like you guys do, but I know it's from the perspective of people who are trapped, and the Chris Rock movie is the person trying to investigate all the crimes, right? Well, yes, but at the same time, I will say that uh, Saw, the, the, the original, okay, it is, uh, for the record, if you're a Cinemax subscriber, the original Saw is on there, if you want to check that out on Amazon Prime. But uh, the first Saw movie, in fact, the first couple of Saw movies kind of splits the plot between the cops who are investigating uh, where this is happening and the uh, the people who are the victims of him. Like in the first movie, it wasn't just Carrie Elways as uh, the doctor that's trapped in the, in the, uh, in the uh, bathroom. It's also a cop played by Danny Glover as uh, the, the the cop who's you know, trying to, to track the guy down. So mm-hmm. it, it's, you know, it is something where it's not that, that they've never done that angle before, but they've not focused on it in a while, no. Love Danny Glover. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Somebody, the meme was going around this week that when he said, I'm too old for this S, he was only 41. Do you want to feel old, everybody? Let's go ahead. Let's go ahead and come together and feel old together at that fact. Doesn't he... Doesn't Ooh. he have a line like that in the Predator movie too? He, I, he may very well have, um, but you know, he did. He did Predator Two. He was the the big cop in that one, chasing down the bad alien that came from outer space and so forth. But which will have to, you know, all things considered, it was it it was a decent idea for a Predator movie. But I don't think everybody's going to view going from Arnold Schwarzenegger to Danny Glover as a little bit of a of an odd twist. So nice win, Floyd. Well done. Well, thank you. Thank you. Uh, it is almost eight oh five. Do you have a uh, giveaway to be giving? No, go ahead. I we've got a uh, about uh, two minutes. So if you want to dive into some streaming stuff, and then I'll I'll do some editing, and then we'll, I'll, I'll grab a caller, and we'll be good. All right, really quick. Then let's go to on Netflix. If you want to know some new stuff to watch on there, uh, do you remember V for Vendetta, the uh, two thousand six movie based on the comic book uh, by the Wachowski siblings? Uh, it uh, it uh, had. Um, it was basically about anarchy, more or less, and so it's a very appropriate thing to be watching nowadays. So you can check that out on Netflix. And also, is anybody up for the final season of Fuller House, which no, is now available? No. <laughs> no. Well, maybe this will uh, appeal to you a little bit better. The entire series of Hannibal, the uh, NBC show, Love which, had a, show. which mm-hmm. had a big fan base and unfortunately never quite found the audience. But Mads Mikkelsen uh, obviously came out of it a little bit better than he did before. And uh, that is available on uh, Netflix as we speak. Also, a new movie from Spike Lee called The Five Bloods is available on Netflix as we speak, and it's getting very good reviews if you want to check that out. Uh, speaking of very good reviews on Amazon right now, Knives Out is now available for streaming, which is a very well-received oh. movie by Ryan Johnson, a whodunit in the clue vein. is available. Eric didn't like it. I know, I know, but you know, everybody else who, who's right can check it out on Amazon. And <laughs> In addition, uh, Child's Play, the 2019 remake, I'm not talking the original, the one with, with of all people, Mark Hamill playing the voice of Chucky is available on Amazon if you want to check that out. And uh, here's a, uh, an oddity for you. Future World, which was a, uh, a sequel to the original Westworld movie, which was made back in the 1970s. They made a sequel to it called Future World. And if you wanted to check out and see the origins of the franchise that is now uh, being a big deal on HBO, that's an option for you. On Hulu, uh, both Meet the Parents and, I'm going to be very careful on this, Meet the Fockers are both available on It's the podcast. You can, you can swear. Nah, I don't care. I'm going to try and avoid it at all costs anyway. It keeps me in practice for when the radio show comes back. And then <laughs> also the... The words taste so good. Yeah, I know. And also the X-Files movie. 
Uh, the original Ooh. one from two, uh, two, uh, 2000, uh, pardon me, 1998 is available on Hulu now. And now, as of the 12th, A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood, which is the Tom Hanks playing Mr. Rogers movie, is also available on Hulu if you want to check that out. And by all accounts, you definitely don't want to check out Artemis Fowl on Disney+. Plus. Did anybody give it a Is it bad? By all accounts... The by trailer accounts, makes it look so good. Unfortunately, by all accounts, the movie is actually very bad. Not just from the oh. critics, but also fans of the series who took a lot of issue with the way that they rejiggered the character a little bit here. because they Jeff, made him... hold on one second. Okay? No problem. Hi, Q105. You, you are the first caller. It's so funny that we can hear them talking. <laughs> What's your mm-hmm. name? How are you holding up, Floyd? You doing okay? I'm good. And your last name, Andrea? Minus Minus you-know-who. Give me a heart attack. (laughs) I know, I know. Making my blood pressure rise. (laughs) But you're holding up up okay from from having the wisdom teeth pulled? Oh, yes. Cool, cool. I don't know why they prescribe Motrin 800. It's the worst painkiller in the world. (laughs) I'm like, I have ibuprofen at home, ma'am. I'm okay. (laughs) Are you cleared to take ibuprofen? Today! Yeah. Nice. nice. Well, well, good. Well, good luck either way. And if I can help with any way or anything, if, if you have any problems, please let me know. Okay. I'm still, I'm still right, waiting. I'm, I'm still waiting for everything to come to come in here in terms of like uh, what's going to happen with my gigs. But uh, but until oh, then, yeah, I'm happy sure. to help. Happy to help in any way, shape, or form as you're recovering, or even if you just need something. Okay. And I'm All right, back. Cool. Thank you. Yay! So, sorry, sorry, sorry. Not a problem. So you don't, oh, Artemis. We were talking, so you don't have to edit that out. By the way, <laughs> I don't want me taking the winner on the air in the podcast. Um, yeah, okay. nope, totally. Uh, so Artemis fell. I read that it got some. Not that I was interested. I just heard of it. Um, but I saw that it didn't have the best reviews. No, the unfortunate thing with Artemis Fowl is that twofold. One, that uh, the critics who watched it you know, and weren't necessarily familiar with the original story didn't like it as a movie, but then also doubly problematic, the fans who are, you know, obviously who have loved this franchise since it first mm-hmm. showed up in the early 2000s were upset that they had totally changed the character of Artemis. They made him so he was kind of a stereotypical good guy, superhero, saving the world type thing. And if you've ever read the Artemis Fowl books, that ain't it. Uh, he's actually, for the first few books, he's pretty much a supervillain. Uh, he's a he's oh, a bad okay. guy. He's he's a he's a con artist in a lot of ways, and you know, he softens and grows into being a hero later on. But apparently, Disney, being Disney, is like, nope, they're gonna make sure that everything that that he's likable from the very beginning. So, unfortunately, you know that ended up you know, rubbing everybody the wrong way with this one. So, especially when accounts, something like that has such. A cult following, mm-hmm. like you can't, you can't really tank with their characters. Like people take it seriously. Mm-hmm. The, the unfortunate thing is that uh, Di- uh, is that Disney, and it's not just Disney. I can't, you know, that's a blanket statement. But a lot of Hollywood types want, you know, er- want to make sure that your protagonists are fit into a, an, an easily digestible box, so that the average viewer will be like, "Oh, I like that person. I want to follow them." Not taking into account that there is this big love for the anti-hero. Deadpool would not be a thing if people didn't love the anti-hero. So <laughs> why they think why they think that people have to have their hands held and have to be with a character that they absolutely love all the time is a little bit mystifying unfortunately. Jeff, give you a couple more things and then we'll wrap up for the morning. I do want to point out that there is a brand new movie from Judd Apatow that just came came out called The King of Staten Island, which is now available on all video-on-demand platforms. Um, yeah, and uh, it, it's uh, something you can look into. It's, it was another movie that was supposed to be coming out uh, at some point in the near future in theaters, but just like everything, it's going straight to VOD for right now. Although, I will let you guys in on a little bit of news that uh, the rumblings have started about the reopening of Toledo area theaters. Nothing set in stone, no date just yet, but there's started to be some word that uh, theaters may be opening sooner rather than later. But we will have to see. Oh, everything, everything right now is still up in the air, and there's still and there's still a lot of talk about uh, how this is going to be taken in terms of like uh, social distancing, making sure everything is sanitized and so forth. There's going to be a lot of changes, but hopefully, before too long, we'll be able to see movies on the big screen once again. If I had a couple million dollars, 
Um, I might open a drive-in right now. Mm-hmm. It's, it, it, but then you've also got situations where a lot of them were looking forward to showing something like the King of Staten Island, and then there was there was controversy last week that uh, it got pulled just to be a VOD uh, release because ultimately Universal decided that was the best option. So right. we're get, it, it's going to be interesting when the when the theaters reopen up, how people are going to respond to each other, how the theaters and the movie studios are going to work together because a lot of a lot of shit has gone down in the last few months. There we go. I, see, I see, I, I let. Yeah. I let this bomb drop for you. Just that's just for you guys. So, <laughs> well, you, you know I'll be there at eleven fifteen on a Tuesday morning watching a movie with no one and be totally. I'm where totally content. <laughs> yes. And once we once we've installed the individual uh, cones that go down over the seats to keep you thoroughly isolated, we'll let you know as soon as possible. <laughs> oh my so- god. <laughs> Jeff, good to chat with you. And uh, if you get that that beta PS5, you can call. I will let you know. All right, have a good one. Okay. Thanks, Jeff. Bye. Uh, what's planned for uh, for your Tuesday besides a little healing? You're off of work. So what's going to happen is I lease my car and I'm thinking about trading it in today. Hmm. You can just trade it in for another lease. Well, I sure can. Oh. Look at me. That's uh. That's that. I, I lease my. Okay, I like that. Good call. Good. What, what are you going to get? So I want a bigger SUV. Hmm. Where's Philip's car? Maybe his is still sitting outside of DJV Nice's house. Yeah, really? Yeah. That whole... Did he ever end up... I'm walking to my car if you hear me hopping and puffing. I don't know. Did he ever sell it to that woman? I I think that was like somebody wanted to meet him off of Craigslist in a Walmart parking lot and he he decided against... I don't know where his car is. Well, hell, now I have the money, so I want a car. (laughs) Um, It's money that I've saved up. Let me know if uh, that that mask is possible too. Oh yeah, I got to message Raina today. Hey Raina, girl, if you're listening. Okay. I should. I actually, I'll do that when I hang up with you. Cool. She's a nurse, so I know she did go back to work because she was on maternity leave or something leave. I don't know. Whatever. Mental health leave. I don't know. What do people leave work for? Maternity. They got fired. They just don't show up. They hate their bosses. She didn't get fired. She went back to work. Oh. I'll, I'll message her when I okay. hang up. Oh, look. Oh, West End. There's cops everywhere. Great. Um. All right. Well, start to heal up, and I'll talk to you later. Good luck if you get a new car. If you need help, I love helping people buy cars, so let me know if I can help you out. All right. Bye. All right.